Welcome to The Vine, a plant media project podcast with your hosts, Elizabeth Sheldon and Gina Vensel. The Vine is an insightful look into the world of plant medicine, exploring the changing landscape around cannabis and psychedelics and ending the stigma through educational discussions. Today, we have a very special guest, a comedy and cannabis icon who really needs no introduction. We are pleased to welcome the one and only Tommy Chong onto the vine. Thank you, thank you. (laughs) Tommy is a true American legend, a lifelong cannabis advocate, comedian, actor, producer, musician, and entrepreneur. He's been married for 50 years as a devoted father and family man. Tommy has toured for 50 over 15 years and continues to perform a variety show with Cheech and Shelby Chong performing various segments from albums, films, and new stand-up. Tommy has continued to grow with the changing cannabis industry. Tommy Chong's was one of the first multi-territory celebrity cannabis brands debuting in the medical California market, then expanding out to every medical and recreational state in the nation. Welcome, Tommy. Thank you. Thank you. Beautiful. (laughs) Welcome. Welcome. So we typically start off asking our guests how they got into the plant medicine space. But as an American icon, world-renowned cannabis (laughs) advocate, your story is well known. So we'd like to learn more about Tommy Chong today. And I just became a senior member of society. So would like to ask the first question. And that is, what is your best recommendation for the senior high? And by that term, I mean seniors who want to get high, feel better, or just have fun with cannabis. Is there a particular strain, a particular method, um, any wisdom you can impart for those of us who've reached a certain age? Well, actually, my wife, who, uh, who, you know, she doesn't partake, uh, she doesn't smoke anything, she doesn't do anything that, you know, would harm her looks. And so she doesn't smoke at all, but she does these uh, these little strips that I got. Th- th- this this is uh, like a uh, um, special made strip for me. I got, I got them in fancier uh, uh, packages, but they're uh, uh, this this one's a ten milligram uh, THC breast strip. And what you do is just peel it, put the thing on your tongue put this the strip on your tongue and it, it melts like a breast strip and it makes your breath nice and within i would say 10 15 minutes you feel the effect wow. and the effect the effect is like smoking a joint you know or eating eating a a, a half a gummy bear uh, you know it's it's uh, manageable the other day, uh, New Year's Eve, I was at a, a party with very, very wealthy people, and uh, there was only eight of us, and we're all, you know, uh, what do you call it, socially distanced, right. and yeah, the whole thing. And so I introduced the strips to them. Uh, a couple of them, uh, you know, I had experience with with pot before, but uh, a couple of ladies uh, never, and it was their first time. One lady, she she kind of freaked out a little bit halfway through the high because it, <laughs> she she said something very funny. She said, well, "You know, uh, she got up and her her husband led her to the bathroom and and you know just walked with her and then she came back and she sat down. And she said, you know, all of a sudden I start thinking these awful thoughts.' <laughs> and, and, and then she said, and then 
I said, oh, my God, did I say them out loud? <laughs> we, we laughed. Of course, we were all high. We laughed and laughed and laughed. And then after a while, I, I said, what were the thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> right. And she said, oh, no, I think that. Right. <laughs> but, but, you know, the, here's an example of an of a, a older lady never done anything before you know her kids and her husband and everybody else but she never she was always afraid and the reason she took the breast strip was that it wasn't a gummy bear it wasn't a joint it was uh, a little breast strip and so this is and my wife she wake up in the middle of the night and she'll take a half of one and then boom right back to sleep and because she believes in her beauty sleep uh uh myself i i Toke up whenever I, I, I remember because <laughs> <laughs> I've been talking so long that sometimes I'll go through a whole day without smoking and I'll forget, you know, <laughs> stoners, I'll forget. And then I'll think, gee, well, it's weird. I'm having a weird day because I'm showing up on time. I'm, <laughs> I'm, <very, laughs> I'm not wandering anywhere. And then I realized, oh, I haven't smoked yet. And and when I was in prison, I, I I never smoked for three years, and it had no effect on me whatsoever. Although the the side effect was I I contacted uh, uh, rectal not rectal but uh, prostate cancer during that time of not smoking, and so it's to me uh, as long as I smoke I stay healthy, as long as I do the breast strips, as long as I get THC CBD into my body. I, I'll I'll have a good day. Like I'm riding through this pandemic, you know, <laughs> because half the time I'll I'll think, oh no, am I getting that pandemic? Then I'll go, oh, I smoked up. <laughs> so, <laughs> so so that's the feeling. But uh, for 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 older people, no, I I, I understand. You know, uh, the, you know the the fear. You know when you see, especially when you see. Uh, uh, the 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 press, you know, talk about uh, you know the effects, you know the the propaganda and all that, and what they've been teaching kids and all that, you know, just say no, all that crap. But what's what's really going on in our society today is we're going back in time because the ancient societies they they always considered uh, cannabis as a medicine. It wasn't until the, the, the 20s and the 30s in America that the, that the white man, you know, the, uh, the, the, the racist that were in charge of the government, they decided to make uh, cannabis illegal and by calling it marijuana. They didn't call it cannabis. They called it marijuana because it was a racist slam against the Mexicans. And so, so that's why we had... You know, we've been uh, uh, robbed of our, our medicine for, for you know, 70, 80 years. Uh, and now it's just coming back. We're, we're coming, waking up from that, that terrible dream. And now we're, we're, we're finding out that, uh, that the cannabis is uh, not only uh, harmless, but it is very, very good for you uh, at all ages but especially uh, when you get older, like I am. 
I'm glad you mentioned the connectedness to kind of like, this is an ancient plant, right? It's been around forever. And on the vine, we really like to talk about all different kinds of plant medicines, even beyond cannabis. Um, and so we were curious if you would maybe share any experiences that you've had with higher medicines, you know, found any benefits in psilocybin, bufo, MDMA, or the like. Well, acid, LSD, for sure. I took LSD back when it was called Try This. <laughs> <laughs> and and the 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 lady artist that gave me the first dose it was in powder powder form and uh and i said what does it do and she goes you'll see <laughs> and and uh, 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 uh my my partner at the time a jazz musician uh named bernie sneed he he took a, a, a little bit of a, what we did. We took the powder, we sprinkled it on a sugar cube, and, and so I I took mine and he took his. I had a wonderful trip. I I mean I really because I'm you know basically I I grew up uh, with a, a very spiritual uh, taught. I was taught right from as early as I can remember because I was. When I was four years old, I, I contacted uh, pleurisy, and my mother got TB at the same time. And so my mother was quarantined, and I was stuck in the hospital for uh, about a year. And then my dad was also had injuries from the war. And so when I was ready to come out of the hospital, there was nowhere for us to go. So we were put in a Salvation Army home, like an orphanage. And the Salvation Army home, their whole thing was teach you uh, about God. You know, it, it was a, a God-based uh, 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 institution that that I was in, and so my earliest memories was uh, Sunday school and uh, and learning all about uh, uh, Jesus and uh, you know that that whole trip. And and that was the trip that I was on when I was very young. And so as I got older, and especially when I did LSD. That kicked in, that that part of me, the spiritual side kicked in, and so so I had a very beautiful spiritual uh, trip with LSD, and then my wife now my present wife she was my girlfriend at the time I was I had a, a, a another marriage an earlier marriage, and then uh, and I met my my now wife Shelby she was. 16 years old going to high school i was playing in a band and and she was just a friend she was just a very close friend of mine and she actually uh, uh you know she 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 went with me because i was married <laughs> you know she thought she, she was, was safe <laughs> well yeah yeah well, she, well she's so she's so beautiful anytime she'd go out with anybody the guy would fall in love with her and then you know, and she was too young to have, she wanted to, you know, she's very independent anyways, to this day. <laughs> and so, but as a friend, now my, my first wife, Maxine, uh, she was a very solid Christian lady. And I wouldn't even mention uh, LSD or anything, anything of that nature to her, but uh, Shelby, she's an artist and, uh, and so we both did uh, acid together, and 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 
we're, we're still together. <laughs> and, and even though she didn't believe in marriage, we're married now because uh, she had a talk with her accountant. <laughs> yeah, that to change things. I've and just been it. through that <laughs> myself. <laughs> and so... And so all of a sudden, this lady that was uh, totally opposed to marriage, <laughs> she's telling me, you have, I'm, I'm going to, she goes, I'm going to marry you, but you have to do everything. You have to get the minister and the dad and that and that. And we, we all did that. We had the best. We had the most fun time. And we're still, and, and, but my point is, is that when you do psychedelics with someone you love, I mean, that you are together, period. I mean, because you're joined not only physically, but you're joined spiritually. And, 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 and when you go through that, and, and that's what I found with, with LSD. Uh, I, I did a little cocaine at one time. Uh, in fact, it helped me write a song. The only hit song I ever wrote was uh, under the influence of, of cocaine, you know, just a little bit. Uh, and I never, I never, I, I, I never, I had a chance. Uh, a couple of times to to do heroin, but I, I, I you know, being a musician, a right. lot of my a lot of my heroes were heroin addicts, but it it, it was not a very attractive look, <laughs> and uh, and so I I I managed to stay clear of uh, all the the real hard stuff. Uh, I tried uh, MDA, I tried uh, uh, mushrooms, but uh, but there again, you know, it was back in the day when it was try this try mm -hmm. this you know and and but back in the day uh you know there was no no one knew what acid was no one knew what any of this stuff was you know and it was like experimental and and for a while there the speed was a was a big thing you know and and, and because it was available you know it was easy, easily available the thing is about pot <clears throat> or marijuana I, it wasn't available for me in canada and so w once I smoked it the, the first time when I was 17, uh, I liked it. I loved it, but I could do without it. And, and, and that's the way it's been with me and pot all my life. You know, because like I said, when I went to jail, I never smoked for three years and it didn't bother me at all. And when I got out uh, and got off probation and everything else, and then I could smoke. But I smoked uh, pot for a couple of reasons. Uh, one is health. The, it, it, I found out that, uh, you know, through doctors, you know, like Sandra Gupta, you know, who, who, you know, was an experienced doctor that did the experiments and found out that it helped with epilepsy, you know, proven. And, and there's so many things. And then if you read ancient Chinese literature, uh, you find out that they used uh, cannabis for cancer for menstrual problems, for all sorts of uh, ailments that they had. The herbalist did, you know. And, and like I say, cannabis wasn't illegal until uh, the, the, the federal authorities uh, looking for something to, uh, to uh, keep the race war going, you know, the, to keep the Mexicans down or the blacks down or the Chinese down. And, you know, and, and that's where we are today. But now we're, we're, we're breaking through the clouds we're, now we're getting through. Now, now we're accepting. You know, you know. At one time, acupuncture was illegal in, in America. Mm -hmm. Did you know I that? I didn't know that. I yeah, it was that. a, it was illegal. And if you were caught doing acupuncture, you could go to jail for practicing medicine without a license. 
In fact, I was one of the first to use acupuncture. My my wife, she discovered it. And and we've, we there was a, a Chinese doctor that was kind of breaking the law. The only one in L.A. at the time. This was in the 70s. <clears throat> and then it stayed illegal. In Canada, too, it was illegal because hmm. I had a, a friend. Now, this is acupuncture. This is, you know, wasn't drugs. It was needles, uh, you know, <laughs> hitting the nerve ending. So it shows you how ignorant the medical profession was and still is. Because right now, cannabis is still schedule one, you know. And, of course, with election and going on and everything else, you know, uh, we, we got big hopes that it's going to change. But whether it changes or not, I mean, they, these guys have to catch up with us now. We're way ahead of the curve now because people are finding out that cannabis is good for uh, all sorts of things. Uh, but especially, uh, and, and I'll tell you what, what cannabis does. This is, I'm a layman, you know, I'm not a doctor, but I've studied it now for almost uh, 70 years Uh, because I studied the effect. See, when I started smoking, I was uh, into bodybuilding and, and I didn't like to do anything that would affect my health because the thing, when, when you start bodybuilding, the first thing you do is get into your diet you know, what to eat. And then I learned very early what to eat, what not to eat. And uh, and what I found out is that cannabis was the only uh, substance that these bodybuilders would do. They wouldn't do alcohol. They wouldn't do, uh, some played around with cocaine, but they weren't champions by no means. But the guys like Arnold Schwarzenegger, who, who was five time Mr. Olympic, uh, he he would only smoke weed. And to this day, he, the only substance he will do is, is marijuana. And, uh, and all the, the bodybuilders that I knew, you know, the, the name ones, same thing. They, they knew back, back in the day that the marijuana wasn't, it, it helped, it helped their mental. It, it calms the mind. It, it makes you um, get involved in whatever you're doing. You know, be it writing a book, writing a rap song, uh, playing basketball. Because Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, he smoked it because of his migraine headaches. He played seven years past his prime. When he was supposed to retire, Kareem played seven more years. And it was all because of uh, his, his love of uh, cannabis. So it, 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 it's not only good for you, it's a miracle. There's so many things that we haven't discovered yet, you know, and the pharmaceutical companies, uh, you know, they're, they go, whoa, whoa, what's going on here? You know, because people are just the opioids, forget them. <laughs> they're going right for the cannabis. <laughs> and, and, you know, like our CBD uh, drinks, you know, they're, they're our biggest sellers. And, and in no time at all, once they legalize it, uh, you know, once once we're you know, right now we can't bank our money. Right. We have to we have to put cash under our mattress and, and stick it and hide it in the house. <laughs> you know, and, and and I just saw a thing where they're breaking into Dr. Dre's uh, uh, house 
I read it on Twitter t this morning. <laughs> they're trying to break into Dr. Dre's house. And I imagine, you know, they're going after the jury, but they're also going after that pot money, you know, that that cash, because any, anybody that deals in, in marijuana, you know, we, we got a lot of cash hanging out somewhere. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to ask you, for those people that are the naysayers who, who still have that thought that, you know, cannabis is evil and it's a gateway drug, I mean, is there like one sentence, is there one thing that we should say to those people to, to help them understand, to come around? No, no, you can't. There is absolutely nothing. The only way you can affect people, and that's everybody, that's parents, that's grandparents, that's teachers, it's by example. That's the only way you can change anybody's mind. And because, you know, when we did Up in Smoke, I made a point of working out in Cheech too. Both of us, we worked out like crazy. We wanted to be on screen as the healthiest stoners you ever saw. <laughs> and we did. We did. It was you my, know, I, it's one of my favorites. Believe me. Yes. I grew yeah. up on that. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you look, if you look closely, we're in tip top shape. And it wasn't just a one-time thing, you know. This is we've been doing this for for a long time now. You know, I'm I'm a few pounds away from my up and smoke uh, body, but I, and and that's what we did, and that's why up and smoke still because what we did, if you notice in, in up and smoke, we never we never portrayed uh, marijuana smoking as an illegal act. It was just a couple of things that musicians needed to do. Mm -hmm. And we had to go through the jungle of the laws and the cops. And we used we used all that. And we also did uh, I, I wrote the movie. So so I wrote it so that 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 the cops would have an epiphany. The cops would come around mm -hmm. uh, one time. They're chasing us and they can't catch us. And then one time because the van is made of marijuana, everybody gets high. And then the cops change, you know, they they go from cops to being Hare Krishnas eating pizza. <laughs> and so but nobody excellent. got nobody got hurt, nobody got killed. There was no laws, you know, no moral laws broken, you know. And 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 because that's the other thing about cannabis too. Uh, cannabis is more associated back in the day with spiritual teachers all the churches today the greek orthodox you know they they swing that incense thing it was once filled with cannabis that that's what they were doing all the all the organized and and unorganized religions the the main ones you know the catholics the the, the jewish religion all that they all have roots the bible the bible calls can, uh, cannabis canna in the Bible, and and it's all throughout the Bible, and, and it's like uh, what Moses talked to the burning bush. That that burning bush was cannabis, and God talked to burn, Moses through the burning bush. Now, the, what they do, they they show a, a bush burning and a voice coming out of the, <laughs> out of the thing. Hollywood, you know, hey Moses, <laughs> do this, you know, but. What they're trying, what they're doing in a very poetic way, is saying that the cannabis, because he ate it, smoked it, whatever, and same as honey, uh, they use uh, 
uh, honey as a, as a, another word for for cannabis, you know, uh, throughout the Bible and 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 all the other holy books too, the Bhagavad Gita. You know, they mentioned that. That's the Indian. And now that the Bhagavad Gita has been around twenty six thousand years, and 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 so so the roots. In, in India right now, they have a sect, you know, of, of holy men, and all they do is smoke cannabis. All they do, and, and they smoke not. They, they make me look like a pauper, you know, and smoke. <laughs> These guys, I mean, they, 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 they smoke until they go into the trance, you know, into almost like the cannabis trance. Uh, so, so it, it's it's ingrained in in our society. And but what we're now, what we're doing now, we're coming out of the racist side, you know. The, I was the, like I said, I was watching the election, and the the election. And by the way, we got to thank Donald Trump because he promised to make America great again. And thanks to Donald Trump, we have a, a Democrat in the White House. We have we own the Senate now. We got the, the House of Representatives, thanks to Donald Trump. If it wasn't for Trump, we wouldn't have had any of this. So, thank you, Donald, and have a good have a good time in jail. <laughs> I love how you talk about um, cannabis in 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 such a way. You've mentioned um, when you had cancer, and I wanted to ask you. You know, how did how did your your cannabis usage change? Like, did you start using RSO? Was there other kinds of, of cannabis did you use? And how did you feel that it helped you get through that that difficult time? Our immune system is controlled by our brain. Our body, our whole body system is controlled by our brain. And when the brain is under stress, the body functions have to take a back seat to for the brain to deal with the stress. That's why it's called fight or flight. You know, you either stand and fight or you run. But in order to either fight or run, your body has to be filled with a lot of adrenaline. And then the rest of this function of your body slows down. Your eating, your digestive, everything slows down, including your immune system. Now, when you're under stress, when you're under stress of worrying, just worrying with the mind, living in the future, living in, you know, afraid of what's going to happen or, or worried about what did happen. The minute you start doing that, your body goes into this shock, it goes into a shock mode and, 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 and then it becomes susceptible to anything that's floating around, disease. You know, and anything that's floating around, all of a sudden, the immune system's not on guard anymore. See, when animals get hurt, they don't go to the doctor. They don't take a pill. They crawl off in a corner somewhere, and they fast. They don't drink, and they don't eat. And they just hibernate. And so when they're hibernating, their immune system, their whole, all the organs of the body, they're not under stress. See, when you're under stress means that you can't deal with two things at the same time. You know, you can't deal with the stress and you can't deal with that, you know. And, 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 and it's our mind. You see, this is, this is the religious teaching or the spiritual teaching, you see. When 
And that's why the, the Christians, all, all, all religions, they have one holy word. It's the most holy word on the planet. And that word is God. When you think of God, the stress disappears. Why? Because you're going to the root of who you are. You see, you are a product of God. And when you go right to the base, when you go right to God, now you don't have to uh, do a lot of uh, things, you know, all the rituals that people do, you know, like to, to meditate or anything like that. No, I, you know, people that do that, you know, they've been doing it all their lives, fine. You know, do exercise however you want to do it. But all you have to do is put that mind, that word in your mind. That's all you have to do. And think of God. And when you think of God, you think of good. You think of nice things. You think of, you don't think of evil things. This is how you get rid of the evil spirits. It's just by a thought. You can erase all the evils. And that's why, that's what the religious teachers, they, they try to teach you this. And, and a lot of them, they go round about, in such a roundabout way, and then they charge you money for it. But you, you, you don't need to be charged this. This is the human. See, we have freedom of thought. We have freedom of thought. No matter what the government is, you can't tell these people what to think. They will think whatever they want, and they'll get away with it because no one can read their mind, you see. And so when you think of God, and that's why they, they teach you to do it, spirit, uh, do it secretly. You know, don't, don't put it out there. And when you think of God, what happens is you're like the dog that hibernates. All of a sudden, all your cares disappear. Why? Because that's how powerful the word, the thought of God is. That's what gets rid of the evil spirits. Because evil spirits, evil thoughts are just thoughts. There's nothing real about them. They're just thoughts. And they're, because we're on a physical plane, there is an action-reaction. You can't have good without bad. You can't have up without down. And we're, we're spiritual beings, but we're in human form. And so by being in human form, we're susceptible to the human, the laws of the of of the, of nature of 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 the reality, you know, uh, like if you jump off a cliff, you'll die. <laughs> you know, your spirit won't. Your spirit lives forever. Your spirit has always been here. Your soul, your soul has always. We've always been uh, somewhere, somewhere, and we've always been in a learning state. And so, what we are now. Our humans, we're here to learn. That's what you're doing. That's what I'm doing. Everybody's doing. Now, we're on, on, not only here to learn, but we're here to uh, to uh, keep the the world populated. Now, I got a fruit fruit tree here. It's a it's a uh, <laughs> kumquat tree. I'm having a hard time thinking, but I, it's a kumquat tree. Every year, without fail, it goes buds it produces fruit and then it goes to seed and there's millions of seeds and this is one tree and so the the whole law of of, of the the physical world is to leave the seed 
live your life, but create children. And, and, and that's, that's what we're here to do. We're to keep the human race going. Why? <clears throat> because the soul needs a, a place to, to learn, you know, because you can't learn anything in the spirit world. And, and there's one great teacher who said, you know, if you were to go to heaven, if there was such a place as heaven, you would be surprised to see everybody there. <laughs> Hitler, Mussolini, Charles Manson, they're all there. They're all there. Now, they're not doing their mischief. Why? Because they're in the spirit form. In the spirit world, there's only love. There's only love. I'm that's hoping all. you're right. I, that's <laughs> that. I mean, you're you're going right up my alley. I, I'm just hoping that you are right. And I wanted to say, I think you've already told us, but you're a healthy, fine-looking man who's making things happen in your 80s, and um, you're an inspiration, truly. And um, I guess is there any more secret sauce you can share with us besides <laughs> the cannabis and the and the the positive thinking and um i'm i'm with you on all that well it's it's very simple it's, it, it's very simple we just realize that you're a unique person you, there, there's no one like you you know how they say snowflakes there's no yeah, two snowflakes no alive like, right no one's like that's people there's no two people alike. There's there's identical twins that have the same thoughts, but they're still they're still individuals. Mm -hmm. You see, we're all individuals, and whatever burden that we come with is ours to, to learn from. It's a learning thing. You know, when you get a, I, I met a guy named Toes. Uh, he was born without any arms. And 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 he has managed to to do things with his feet, his toes that would astound you. One of the things he does because he he's he's, he's got uh, an overcoat that or a, a sports jacket it looks like he has arms, you know, and they're in his pockets, you know. And he'll sit and talk to you, and he'll take your wallet, take your watch, <laughs> he'll, with his he'll, toes, with his with his toes, because he's got wow. special shoes special shoes and socks that looks like his shoes and socks, but he can slip out of the shoes real easy. And then his feet will go all the way up. He can put it behind his head. He can comb his hair. He can put on eyelashes. He can do anything he wants with his toes. And his name is Toes. In fact, if you want, check him out. He'd be great to have on a podcast. <laughs> check him out on, on, on um, uh, you know, uh, social media. Yeah. It's under Toes. Okay, we'll find out. Yeah, check them out. But what what I'm saying is that we're here with our with our various talents to to learn to learn, and a lot of it is, is not to be Mr. Nice Guy. A lot of it is to be you know the criminal, the murderer, the the rapist, the all that. It's all learning. It's all it's all learning. There's no right or wrong. That's what uh, uh, John Lennon learned. You know, the Beatles knew uh, uh, everything I'm telling you. The Beatles knew that instinctively, thanks to pot. Back when they, uh, all you need is love. Remember that song? Mm -hmm. All you need is love. I want to hold your hand. All those songs, all, all, all the Beatles songs, 
they're they're rooted in marijuana and LSD. You know, Bob Dylan was the first. He met the Dylan. He met the Beatles in New York with a bag of weed. <laughs> he, he, he was the one that turned them on. <laughs> That is so cool. That is so cool. That is so yeah. cool. And and I while we, we have you though, I want to make sure that we talk about your amazing brand that you've built. I mean, uh, the Tommy Chong brand is fantastic. You have an incredible line of THC products and also CBD products. And we have a lot of listeners that you know we get this question all the time. You know, will CBD get me high? You know, what's the difference between CBD and THC products? So if someone's new to this and they're listening and they do want to you know, go to your site and purchase some CBD, can you just give our listeners a little bit of an explanation as to why they won't get high from using CBD products. Well, CBD doesn't have, uh, CBD is from the hemp plant and the hemp plant, which is a male plant, by the way, uh, doesn't, uh, it, it has a small minute amount of THC. THC, by the way, comes from the female plant. These females, man, they will, <laughs> they will get you. <laughs> they, mess with your head, you right? <laughs> they will stop you in your tracks and, and have you sit there and look at your hand for an hour or two. Uh, th- that's the difference. Uh, CBD is, 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 a, is a medicine like THC, but it, it, you don't get that head high. Uh, and, and everybody loves it. Everybody loves it. It's good. You know what I'm using it for is I, I, I put a little drop in with my shampoo. And I'm mm. coming up with a shampoo because I went to a skin specialist for another problem. And, and she did an examination and she goes, hmm. She said, have you been in a, some kind of accident or shock or something? I said, no. Why? She goes, you're growing new hair follicles. Wow. I wow. said, really? She said, why? I said, well, the only thing I can think of is that I'm using this shampoo with CBD. So I'm not saying that it grows hair, but it, look at me. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a head of hair. <laughs> no, I do love it in the beauty products. I think that's going to be definitely a big for CBD. But I saw that you have a tincture that is like an AM and a PM. And I think that that's really cool too. A lot of people are worried that if they take it, that they're going to just fall asleep and they're unsure that they can use it during the day to manage pain. So I thought that was great that you offered, you know, both of those. Oh, for sure. For sure. The, this, the sleep aid has a little bit of melatonin in it. That's the difference. And, and the, uh, the upper, the red one, uh, the sleep aid is nice dreams and the upper is, uh, I forget. <laughs> anyway, it's a red bottle. <clears throat> it it, uh, it 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 has something in there that boosts your energy. It's, it's like a Red Bull, only safer. <clears throat> and with CBD. with CBD. Oh, they're selling like crazy. Oh, my God. And you said the oh CBD beverages are doing really well, too, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I, I'm, I'm waiting to, you know, we're going to put CBD in everything, you know, that works because it's it's so good for you. It is incredible. That's what they should put in in cereal for for the kids. For the kids. Mm -hmm. Instead of the sugar. Wow, that's a good point. It is a good point. It's much better. No, because CBD helps. uh, It regulates. Again, it all affects the brain. You see, food affects the brain. That's why there's you got this sugar. You 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 uh, you need sugar. You know, I'm I'm one of them. (laughs) You need that sugar rush. You know. 
<clears throat> but Tommy, it's so we we were each got to ask you a personal question. I just don't want to run out of time <laughs> before we get to ask. So oh yeah, I am fascinated by great salespeople, and I think Jordan Balfour is like one of the greatest salespeople of our time. And so yes. of all the people that you know, I just want to know what's he like in real life. That's my question. Jordan? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you. When my wife, when Shelby met him, she she was just so impressed. So impressed because he is one of the most charming uh, people you'll ever meet. He's just so charming. He's so intelligent. He's one of the smartest people I've ever met. You know. And so listeners but, know, um, Tommy is the one who who encouraged Jordan to write Wolf on Wall Street, right? Well, I, I sort of insulted him. <laughs> <laughs> Tell more. Well, I have a I have a way. Like like I said, I'm a bodybuilder. You know, when you're a bodybuilder, you, you're just dealing with truth. <laughs> you know, you can't fake anything, you know, you can. But so when Jordan, I was writing my, my, my book, Jordan would come in from playing tennis. We had a tennis court in, in prison and he would come in a couple of times. You just look at me. And then one time he goes, what are you doing? And I said, I'm writing my book. He says, oh, I think I'll write a book. I said, okay. So next thing I know, he hands me a page and and he said, like, here, what do you think? And I, I looked at it and, you know, it was almost word for word, um, Bonfires of the Vanity. Wow. You know, it was Tom Wolfe, almost right. word for word. And so I handed him back. I said, uh, you didn't write shit, man. <laughs> he goes, what? You know, because he's not used to that. I, I says, it's a copy. You just copied Tom Wolfe. And then he, he grumbled a bit, you know, and, and then he goes, okay, what should I write then? <laughs> and so I, I told him, I says, write what you know. I said, write those stories you've been telling me every night. That's what people want to read. And then I, I give him another advice. I said, and, and make it the most of. That, that's the, the words I, that he remembered, the most of. In other words, if you're going to do coke, you're going to do more coke and you're going to have the, the worst, the, the best high ever. And, 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 and he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he, he told me these stories and, and that's what he was doing. He was doing the most of, he did that with his stock trading. He did that with everything, with his life, his boats, everything. He told me and the stories he told me never made the movie. Okay, some well, them. we're offline. I, I you, you're gonna have to <laughs> tell me some stories because Gina's well, got to get her well, question. But go well, sorry. One story. I'll just tell you one. They're they're uh, well. They showed that one. You know where the boat's sinking and they go rescue the quaaludes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, what they didn't tell you is that they didn't put it in there when they flew from uh america to uh italy right they were on that boat. they were so stoned they forgot to load the luggage into the plane and so when one of the wives went back to get something out of her her, her suitcase 
there was no suitcases. <laughs> so when they landed, they had to go to the, the, the gift shop and buy clothes. And, and so what they were going to do, then they were going to have the plane uh, pick up the luggage and then, and then meet them in, in, uh, in Sardinia. That was the plan because they're going to take the boat from Rome to Sardinia. And, and then the boat, the boat sunk in the meantime. And then when they finally got, again, they, oh, no, then they bought clothes in Rome. And so, so then the boat sank, they lost all their clothes again. So when the plane, <laughs> the plane met them in Sardinia, they had no clothes again. So they had to buy <laughs> the thrift store. And so when they, that, now they're flying to England and, and they land in England and they can't find a room in a hotel. It's booked. They got a big concert going on at Wembley Stadium or something, some huge concert, and there's no book. But this is Jordan Balfour. So Jordan got, a, you know, he told the guy, find us something. They ended up renting a $10,000 a, a night suite overlooking the concert. Venue. <laughs> so the, the, the venue. So, I mean, that was just just one of them and then he, oh, he, he told me a lot <laughs> I, I imagine that he would be a pretty brilliant man <laughs> he, you know he's brilliant on one hand but he's fighting he's kind of like Trump uh, in fact he's a lot like Trump he's a Trumpy actually uh, he, uh, he he believes in stealing is okay you yeah. know yeah, and he's, that's not he's got, cool no no, especially cool. when you're when you're that smart. Right. I was at a, a radio station with Sugar Ray Leonard and, and, and Wolf of Wall Street, uh, Jordan, and myself. And we all took pictures and everything else. And, and then the radio guy said something. He was kind of mean to, to Jordan. And, and, and Jordan uh, said, uh, what, you know, what's up? And, and the guy said, well, that's Sugar Ray. We know what he's done. That's Tommy Chong. We know what he's done. And you're Jordan Belfort. And we know what you've done. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. And, and Jordan goes, well, isn't there? How about redemption? He says, no, you got to, re- you know, you got to show a little more than just a picture with uh, Chong and uh, Sugar Ray. Well, I have one final question for you, too, because, you know, of course, when I, you know, got the exciting news, we were doing this podcast, you know, everyone knows you. But the fact that my seven year old also knows who you are because of being Yaks the Axe on Zootopia. <laughs> Zootopia. Um, and we just absolutely love that film so much. And yet, you know, I just have to ask you because, you know, just this past year. There was a woman in her 70s that went to a Disney theme park and she was not only kicked out, but actually thrown in jail for having CBD oil in her purse. And she was um, thrown. So I'm like, how did Disney allow for kind of a stoner character? And what, you know, how did that work? Like, what was it like working with Disney? Oh, it was great. It was incredible. I turned down Disney before, you know, they wanted me to do the Lion King. Oh, and uh, I, Cheech did it, but I didn't do it because I had a, I got kicked out of D- Disneyland for wearing a, an obscene T-shirt one time. You know, it was about a picture of uh, Mickey Mouse being sodomized by Bluto. So I had a thing against Disney. And, and, and when I did Disney, uh, 
it was like a voiceover thing. And, and my son drove me from the hospital. I, I came right out of the hospital, right into the, the studio. And I, I did Disney. And then halfway through, I go, this is Disney. <laughs> but but it worked out really well. No, no, the, the, the animation people, you know, they've changed. They, they would want to teach in Chong way back, you know, Lion King days. It, it's, it was, uh, you know, the the front office or what do you call it? You know, not the creative people. They're, 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 they're very cool. Right. We just need to get the the amusement park on the right side. You know, people should be able to carry their medicine and that's, that's a tricky part. But I'll tell you when I got to see the movie and saw that there was yaks, because it's not just about being a stoner. There's some, uh, you know, meditation going on there, higher thinking consciousness. It was just so cool. Um, uh, it was a very, very awesome to see you uh, get to be uh, in that movie. That was really cool. It was very fun. You know, when I was on Dancing with the Stars, I was going through a, a mall in Century City. And all of a sudden, these, these uh, like, seven-year-old girls went screaming. They go, ah, oh, there he is. And they went running up. And I looked around. Who are they talking about? <laughs> and it was me. And, and the parents were kind of sheepish, you know, because their parents knew who I was. <laughs> of course. Seven, eight-year-olds. He's on Dance with the Stars. <laughs> I just love it. I just love it. I mean, we really appreciate you taking this time and sharing your stories with us today. It really means so much to us. So thank you so very much. Thank you, dear. Thank you. And we'll it see you again. Thank you for your time today, Tommy, and for all of that you've done for the cannabis community and to all of our listeners for tuning in to episode 20 of The Vine, a plant media project podcast featuring the comedy and cannabis icon Tommy Chong. Keep posted for more episodes of The Vine by subscribing to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and follow Plant Media Project online for cannabis and psychedelic news and updates at plantmediaproject.com. Mm-hmm.